going to bring a, a little bit of a different energy but i don't really know how to quite you know ramp up to it so we're going to work it in and then we'll have to you know in post find a good you know of course intro point yeah um the main thing that i i the, the energy that i wanted to kind of start this episode off with is that i feel like i'm going to vomit <laughs> great I almost uh, brought this up earlier with uh, by earlier I mean within like the past ten minutes. Um, I did order my burger. I ordered a a burger. Uh, I did get an egg on the burger. Oh man! Um, and then just you know some classic toppings: some caramelized onions. Yep. Some hot peppers. Mm-hmm. Bacon. Yeah. Uh, let lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. Um. Something called B7 sauce, uh-huh. I think short for Burger 7. Right. Um, I got some tater tots. Uh-huh. And I did get a uh, a Reese's milkshake. I see. And I did eat and drink all of this, including every last tot, uh, within about 10 minutes. And uh, I, I feel just awful. I can't say I blame you. I feel absolutely horrible. Yeah, that's a... I feel like I'm either going to uh, vomit worst case scenario, but the more likely one is just that I'm going to end up passing out in the middle of this. Excellent. Welcome back to Steven Destroy. Uh, I'm James. I'm Dylan. And this week we're talking Today You Die from 2005, directed by Don E. Fauntleroy. Um not to be confused with Donnie Fauntleroy. Yeah, and I almost made that mistake. Yeah. Um, Today You Die. Um, kind of another, an alternate title for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't know, but but here we are. I feel like we did. Um, we, we should. So we're we're getting we're getting back into it. We're Stevening. You're you're tuning in because you're ready to hear all about steve um i i wanted to bring something up at the top um aside from my impending vomiting on mike right uh, which well while we're here while we're on the topic if i puke on mike do you think we will leave it in or do you think it'll get edited out it just depends on how gross it is good call that's probably the right answer <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> okay yeah so um we so much of this show has now become built around um the fact that we love to do it and how much we love to do it yeah Um, and we occasionally bring up how we have recorded um oh my god i'm just gonna drop fucking dead at some point (laughs) five (laughs) minutes And you were you were you were so excited for this burger all day. Like this is I was. I was planning all day I was gonna get a burger yeah. with tots and a milkshake. And the problem was I was gonna eat it at like six 
that we record 6 30 but it didn't get here until like almost 6 20 which is my fault i forgot to order it until it was a little later it's also worth noting just for the for the listeners at home that you messaged me and said might be a little bit late to steven and i said that's fine so before (laughs) before you throw up on air because you were gonna meet our harsh thick 6 30 deadline i would like to point out that this had nothing to do with me i didn't i was not i was not pushing like james if it's not 6 30 we're just not gonna fucking do it because then we just wouldn't have done it to be to be fair all right i didn't need you to put me on blast there okay (laughs) i'm sick (laughs) <laughs> i'm in a time of need yeah sorry you gotta cut me a little slack this week no i'm cutting you slack. i'm just I'm, I'm um sorry. i do think our audience at home does not understand how awful i feel right now though <laughs> yeah uh i i for a little bit of context i do believe i'm lactose intolerant <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a strong correlation between me eating things that are dairy related or for example <laughs> a Reese's milkshake with a cheeseburger with a cheeseburger that uh is going to make me feel very sick um there's a correlation there yeah but regardless um we've acknowledged pretty often that we've recorded about 5 months of <laughs> podcast episodes we have um before what has ever aired um, so right now we're recording this November 8th, 2020, and uh, who knows what the world will look like in, I don't know, May or whatever, you know, May 2022, whenever anybody hears this. Right. But um, this is our first recording after the 2020 election, and the only reason that I really wanted to bring that up, one, there's a lot of Trump stuff <laughs> in some earlier apps. There sure is. I don't, yeah. <clears throat> I... I don't know how any of that's going to play, but the least of our concerns. Yeah. Um, You and I, I think, have spoken. I mean, the fact that we compare, I mean, the show is based around how much we fucking hate Steven Seagal. And we frequently, if we're ever talking about Donald Trump, it's because we're comparing him to Steven Seagal. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm crossing my fingers that we get some bad Apple reviews. I hope our single iTunes review is someone who calls us SJWs. (laughs) Um, that'd be great but all of this to say um that neither of us were fans and um present so far (laughs) the election looks like it's it's going our way um but i wanted to ask you on air Uh if doing this podcast has somehow made it harder for you to feel like you're going to be done happy to think about Donald Trump, even after January, 2021. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't, I don't think it has too much effect for me personally. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How, how I just feel like even like, you know, April, we're going to be doing this show mm-hmm. and I just think I'm not, I'm not, it's going to be like the exact same thing. They're the exact same person to me. Yeah, no, they're very much the same person. Um, you know, I, I just always just come back to like, Stephen is significantly less impactful and there, and, and really his impact extends 
uh, to a much smaller to uh, uh, Steven reach. Seagal. Net. Yeah, yeah, to Steven Seagal. Net. It's a much smaller, smaller reach than 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 old Donnie's. Um, so in that sense, um, the like existential dread of it is a little different. Um, the 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 Donald Trump one felt more like day to day, like uh, you just never fucking know. And Stephen yeah. Stephen's definitely the devil, you know. Like Stephen yeah. Stephen has not surprised us on on any week. <laughs> Hey, that's true. <laughs> and, so, and what a good segue. What yeah. a good segue into Today You Die. Yeah. Um, but I know our audience at home is desperate. They're clawing, they're clawing at the door yeah. to find out if you did uh, follow up on what we determined last week from our fateful game of uh, What Steven Is This. You would like to know if I watched Belly of the Beast this week. Yeah, we would like to know if you watched Belly of the Beast. I did watch Belly of the Beast. Um, now, did you watch Belly of the Beast, or did Belly of the Beast like happen in the same room as you? It was a little bit more of that than than me like intensely watching Belly of the Beast. Although I did, uh, I did focus in on a few scenes that were you know some old favorites from the first time. Um, certainly, the final uh, action sequence with the the monks and everything is pretty great. And, um, you know, uh, the trailer park bitch scene. I was, uh, I was edge of my seat on that one. Um, was, was the experience of rewatching belly of the beast any different than watching today you die? No, it was exactly the same. Um, frankly, I, I couldn't, tell you that one of them conjured any emotions for me that were different than what the other one did. Um, they both annoyed me um, mm-hmm. and made me angry and upset mm-hmm. and uh, just like kind of pissed. Um, yeah. I, you know, you just, just the, the five <laughs> stages of watching a cigar. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you just kind of watch it, and it's just like it's just so boring that like it shouldn't exist. Yep. <laughs> and so that brings us into uh, this movie we watched this week. Yeah, today you die. Um, which its director Don E. Fauntleroy is someone that we have it already met. Um, he was he's a cinematographer. He actually did uh the cinematography on today you die as well as directed it oh um but he was the dp on into the sun uh as well as um apparently according to imdb he was a camera operator on submerged as well which is kind of a weird trajectory to me but yeah uh regardless (laughs) we will actually also reconvene with mr fontelroy two more times throughout the course of this show he had a three-year hat trick where he made a movie in 2005 2006 and 2007 with steven seagal um we're gonna be meeting him for for mercenary for justice and then in 2007 he directed urban justice oh my favorite steven seagal movie yeah um so let's talk Today You Die. 
Uh, I mean, it's bad. It's <laughs> it's uh, the the same movie that we see and talk about every week. Yep. Um, it it, it yeah. is like, um, it is insane, isn't it? Right? Like, you'd think like just one time. <laughs> I I would love it. There's early in the movie they make a little because. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be one we can really walk through, but um, Steven ends up in jail uh-huh. where he belongs. Yep. And uh, his, his like uh, alibi, cause he knows where a bunch of money is. And what he keeps telling the cops who are interrogating him is that he doesn't remember and that he's lost his memory. And they, um, they start that thread by just showing the cops and then being like, well, he says he's lost his memory. And I knew that there was like no chance that Steven had actually lost his memory. Uh-huh. But I had a little hope. Yeah. I had a little hope. This is, uh, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. It would have been exciting. Well, that's probably not totally true. Yeah. They would have been again, relatively exciting, uh, just that it was different at all. But no, I mean, it's just like the only thing that, um, I guess kind of sets it apart is that he doesn't have a shady government background that's true yeah he's he is uh although this isn't unique because it's the same thing as out for a kill but he is just some sort of master thief yeah um yeah i mean oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say you want to walk walk us through the uh the basic plot of today you die while i lay on the floor yeah i mean like if i even can like like yeah he he does like this delivery job and he, he like gets all this fucking money and <laughs> then he gets arrested mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. then the people want the money and the people do want the money he's like i'm not gonna give it to him because he's not gonna give it to him because if i do they'll hurt me and my family and mm-hmm. so then Stephen kills all of them and saves the day he yeah all right um time for imdb trivia (laughs) it's today you die baby uh they say the name of the movie they do although steven doesn't get it steven doesn't get Uh, it his his like uh his buddy his partner guy he meets in jail and then they break out together Mm -hmm. um a man named ice cool ice cool played by uh treach Treach. And uh, as our resident music expert, I'm the I'm the movie guy. You're the music guy. Together we can, you know, navigate all the aspects of Steven's life. Yep. Um, are you familiar with Treach? I you have know to, Treach. I have to say, uh, I'm a little out of the loop on Treach. Treach. You don't know Treach. Treach is um, apparently a bit of a uh, bygone era, uh, uh, the era of Treach in in the music industry. It's uh it it predates my uh my not well I guess I shouldn't say predates but it's uh it, it's a little corner of music history I'm not familiar with for sure so can't tell you too much about Treach's music. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think this is gonna be the episode that finally wins us that I heard radio. Yeah, I mean the way board. that we just like the way that we just like spin these beautiful. Uh, word webs word webs and just bring our our audience through the movie in a way that really is as if they're watching it 
Um, yeah, and and I think the the energy. Yeah, how excited thing. we are today! People, people like a show where they can tell that you're happy to be there and that you like to do the show. Yeah, totally. And uh, something that keeps them awake while driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're driving late at night and you want to listen to a podcast to help keep you up, you know, listen to a guy who uh a a couple of guys that can barely describe this movie to you don't know don't know about the musician that was in it and one of us lays on the floors and tries not to throw up yeah i'm not actually laying on the floor well you should be i i actually should but i'm a professional <laughs> yep and i do my podcast in a chair thank you mm-hmm. um well, there we're is both some professionals stuff. around here i think mm-hmm. i think if you could describe this podcast in one word i think professional would be the first word i would think of well, the first word I would think of would be Steven. Sorry. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz is in this movie. Oh, yeah? Do, yeah. Does that mean... Do you, do, you even, do you even know who that is? I think so. She's like, a, even... she's like a little bit of a, a movie. Is she like... She, would she have to be like super duper young in this? Is, is she like the she little... Is. is she like the little girl at the end? Yes, she is. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, I know who she is. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah okay <laughs> sure considering that if you go on wikipedia her character name is little girl yeah i kind of doubt that uh-huh. but uh <laughs> <laughs> hey did that maybe this is the episode where we it, we turn on each other yeah okay hey did you know what was she's just at the very end right i yeah so uh, when steven's talking to when steven's talking to her and is like wow i'm so happy to see you doing so well or whatever like it's weird right you're like who the fuck is this kid who is steven talking he, to he gives her a necklace <laughs> and uh it is weird yeah, okay. and i was very confused i was gonna ask you the exact same question yeah. um but then immediately after the like um lady cop yeah co- shows up well, we, we'll talk through the movie a little bit because this is fucking insane. But she shows up as well yeah. and uh, goes to like see the little girl and is like, oh, what did he give you? That was so nice. And I'm like, oh, what a weird turn of events that this is this woman's daughter. Yeah, what a weird way to tell us. But then uh, the woman's just like, wow, can I get a hug? And it's very clear that's not her daughter. Uh, I don't okay let's walk through let's walk through today you die today you um, die this is my favorite movie i love today you die let's talk about it okay um the chloe grace moretz thing blew my fucking mind um I, it's uh wild to me that um anybody anybody that's like remotely noteworthy that i like would recognize by name being in any of these movies even when they were like five years old yeah very surprising to me Uh um randy couture is also in this movie Mm -hmm. um like a ufc dude i don't really know too much about him Uh, i he was a bodyguard let's talk about today you die yeah um let's bring it man let's bring it let's talk about it it's what everyone's here for yeah man here comes the fucking boom man let's let's do this I wish you were talking about Here Comes the Boom. Yeah, me too. So the movie starts with a dream sequence, does it not? Yeah, uh, for some reason. It's just this woman reading tarot cards. Yeah, um, and like barely reading them. They, they they show them down in the in the, fr- in the frame freezes. Get a classic freeze yes. frame on the card. Like as if 
it's up to us to read the card, but they're just like... And know what it means. Yeah, and know what it means, but it's just like illustrations and shit. And there's like no words and whatever words are on there, I think are like in Latin or something. So like, I, I certainly couldn't read them. Um, so I have no fucking idea what was going on in that scene. Um, other than it's just like the cards look ominous, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's all we're yes. supposed to take away from it. Yeah. Um, it's Steven's girlfriend or maybe wife yep maybe fiance any of the three are possible uh having this dream there's a lot of foreshadowing that steven's gonna die (laughs) there really Um, is there really is like no movies that we have seen for this have that like amount of like like even attempt to have that amount of threat on his life yeah um like all the rest don't even like really want to acknowledge the fact that he's mortal but there's a lot there's enough foreshadowing that he's gonna die here that i got my hopes up a little bit well and uh you're using the f word there foreshadowing that's a that's a a a word that people use to describe uh well told or or just even like competently told stories uh that's true i guess it's also (laughs) maybe the first time it's used on this podcast it is objectively not foreshadowing also since he does not die yeah and um i guess if you like were straining straining um do you mean to say that again for for editing straining yeah because you know i put Uh, that much effort into the editing if you are straining you could say that maybe it's like um subverting your expectations (laughs) By making you think Steven's going to die, but then he doesn't. Yeah, he um, he moves through the movie without a single threat to his life at, at any point whatsoever. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Um, the dialogue in this movie's insane. Um, mm-hmm. At times, it sounds like either a it's like a script that's been translated through Google Translate. <laughs> um, other times, it sounds like people are like like scenes have been edited together from completely different movies um i i couldn't understand what people were saying a lot in terms of like what they were getting at as opposed to a more standard steven seagal just not being able to actually hear them yeah and um there's plenty of that too um because this movie with 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 a couple of sparse exceptions steven does do almost all of his lines. I'd say 98% of yeah. his lines are done by Steven. And uh, I had to crank the fucking volume up on my speakers to be able to hear him. Uh, and then when any action scenes would happen, I'd have to, I was like, I had to like fucking mix this movie while I was watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to ask, actually, there were a couple times where I would, cause at least from my experience, <laughs> um, because I feel like these movies are very much, even though it's the exact same movie, it's like almost like a Rorschach test. Yeah. And like you get different things based on who sees it. Uh-huh. But my experience is that I felt like he only got dubbed if he was off camera. Um, there were no times where he was on camera that I noticed dubbing. Yeah, I think that that uh might be true with one exception i think i i think that after the explosion at the end of the movie he is voiced over while they're walking away from the explosion um, i don't agree with that only because i have no idea what he said 
that's, I have absolutely no idea what that line was. And <laughs> yeah. I think if they were going to go to the trouble of dubbing, they would have at least gotten like a good take. Yeah, uh, could could very well be the case. I'm not going to go back and find out. So I, I have no idea what he said there. Um, there were a couple times where I was definitely like, is he beamed up there? Um, but yeah, for the most part, it seems like we're getting the full Steve for worse no better it's only worse yeah um we'd, we'd have taken the anti-steve in this movie or in any other movies yeah. frankly at first i was mad about the anti-steve and i am still mad about the anti-steve but at least the anti-steve isn't steven so absolutely yeah so yeah um steven uh well so steven's thing is that he not only uh, is a master criminal, but he is like a Robin Hood figure. Yeah. And his whole thing is stealing from people to give to the poor. <laughs> the literal term of the movie, give to the poor. Yeah. Um, first scene uh, beside his wife having a bad dream, which is a, a very weird scene on its own. Um, yeah. The, the wife is very like, uh, I guess you could say spiritual. I don't mm-hmm. really know what the right word would be superstitious doesn't sound right yeah um but she thinks that her dreams all have meaning um that she's having like premonitions and there's overall this very weird sort of like there's a lot of allusions to like dark spirits and like demons and black magic and stuff yeah but that does not ever happen in this movie right uh not that i can remember no okay uh, so. <laughs> one other thing in that opening scene um is that she, so she's having a nightmare and she she wakes up i'd assume like in the middle of the night um as you do when you have nightmares and mm-hmm. uh steven is wide fucking awake like steven is like sat up in bed lights on ready to go and uh yeah. i just wanted to point that out because i thought it was really funny that she like wakes up she's like ah, ah, and steven's like you have a bad dream yeah, and he's uh, wearing his burlap sack. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's standard, Steven. He never sleeps and he never takes his shirt off. Yeah. Um, he robs this dude that he calls a dope dealer. Uh-huh. Um, and then these other dudes show up to try and rip him off. And uh, he kills them with their own shotgun. Um, o- only thing notable here for me is just that steven's not much of a master criminal when he leaves these two men (laughs) shot to death on the floor yeah Um, but him and his wife are leaving he's insisting that he's going on like i i guess he's not going on one last job he's going legitimate and she's like they they have this very weird conversation (laughs) i mean all of their conversations are weird um the wife's kind of like uh the dog and out for justice where she just sort of disappears yeah. like halfway through until the very end. We just sort of forget about her. Yeah. She, um, so they're, they're driving, I guess to Las Vegas, um, where Steven's getting his new job. And she's talking about this dream she had. And, um, I, I wrote down some quotes, which are from her dream as she describes it. The writing was in English with mixed French. A warning. Something about killing me in the past. A blood oath. Yeah. And then Steven's talking about how not all spirits are malicious. Yeah. And 
the, the wife like interrupts him and is just like, you got to change your life, Harlan. Yeah. We can't help everyone. One of my favorite um, parts of the whole movie, honestly, that not all spirits are malicious. You've got to change your life, Harlan. I actually wrote those two down specifically. I, yeah. It's a, a very uh, Steven moment where we've like gone from this very um, ethereal kind of spiritual talk and straight into just like the movie saying exactly what it wants to say <laughs> word for word, no subtext. Yep. You got to change your life, Harlan. Um, and this is when they pass the children's hospital from the end of the movie. Oh yeah. They're, they drive past the children's hospital and it's got a big going out of business sign. Like, uh, right. like <laughs> yeah, all hospitals do. Hospitals do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting out, of, going out of business. All the kids are on sale. Uh, syringes on clearance yeah man it's uh you know you got a children's hospital at the beginning you got a children's hospital at the end man i mean today you die it's it's like poetry man it rhymes (laughs) yeah um steven gets his new job and his the whole thing is that the job is a heist and he's the driver yep um the wrong job for him he's like a master criminal why they have him driving the car who knows his whole thing to his wife is that he does not know or he did not know that it was a job in the criminal sense that he just thought he was like doing deliveries. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that could be true. He, I mean, it's, he, a, it's uh, a, it's a pretty explicitly kind of shady setup. Yeah, I no, right. I'm, it feels very criminal as Steven immediately is prepped to get in that like police chase that ensues yeah when it inevitably goes wrong um his, his wife calls and he insists to her it's just like a regular job but he's like whispering to her which also made me think that he is like misleading her and she asks why he's whispering he's like first day on the job no personal calls yeah so and the like <laughs> I, I also just love um somebody asking steven seagal why he's whispering in a movie <laughs> Yeah, all characters should be asking him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Why um, are you whispering? But the thing is, like, the, I don't know, mystery or, like, the, the dichotomy, the question that you get with these movies is when there's, like, insane dialogue, like that first day on the job, no personal calls, that's why I'm whispering. I don't know if that is, like, oh, well, this is a stupid response. Obviously, he's lying to his wife. Or it's just, like, wow, this dialogue fucking sucks. Yeah. And, um, ultimately it doesn't matter because it's not like i'm gonna be like oh my god steven's lying to his wife this is going to come back later when she finds out he lied to her yeah and because like nothing has any meaning in any of these movies and like um i i wrote down during this scene i was like this is a very bold because i didn't know she was going to be like the dog and out for justice so i thought Mm -hmm. that this was going to be the movie and I was like, wow, this is a really bold choice to try to build your movie around Steven Seagal having a relationship with a human person. Um, that would have, I, I expected her to die. Like, I, <laughs> I never thought that was going to be the movie. I yeah. assumed that she had a, she was on a, on a ticking clock. Um, we did have some kind of classic Steven in this scene as well, uh, where you just get some like entirely nonsensical dialogue between him and like the, uh-huh. the, the dude he's doing the job with. And uh, the guy's like, it's like, are you awake? We, we can't have any 
uh, sleepy drivers on the job, and then Steven goes, "Do I look sleepy?" And then the camera cuts, and the guy just laughs like really hard at Steven asking if he looks sleepy. There's a lot. I mean, again, this is Steven. Yeah. Uh, every episode of the show is the same. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of that. I think more of that here than we've seen in a while. That almost feels like a classic Steven thing. Uh huh. Um, those very weird moments of what I guess is supposed to be comedy. Um, I will never forget the part in Hard for, Hard to Kill where the milkman like drives away with that lady's milk or whatever. Yeah. Um, just that truly bewildering stuff that you would never see in another movie. Um, and there's a lot of that here where there's like, particularly between him and uh, Ice Cool, mm-hmm. where they're like, I guess, riffing. <laughs> And I I can't, like, it's so not funny, but it doesn't even necessarily feel like it's supposed to be comic relief. It just, like all of this shit, it's just, like, so bewildering. You don't really know what the point is. Um, Yeah. And, uh, hey, I got a question. Yeah. Hey, why is Steven talking like that uh, with, with Ice Cool? yeah what's that what's that accent steven's doing hey why does he only do it with ice cool by the way why what's that about i (laughs) (laughs) you put me in a a tough spot here (laughs) it is weird there's a part later on where a dude tells steven that he specifically that he walks like a black man yeah and breathes like a killer yeah uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I want uh, that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be a no 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 never mind. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, you put that put that on Steven's tombstone, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, nah, dude, we're putting something else on Steven's tombstone. You you ready? Yeah. Free toilet. Uh oh. <laughs> How about this one? Yeah. Worm food. Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway. That was good. Yeah. Some good riffing right there. We we learned our riffing from Steven and Treach. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was watching Steven and Treach going off, and I was like, God, is that what it's like to listen to Steven destroy? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've got no chemistry on this show. There's there's a part where he's, like, talking about how they're, like, running from the cops or whatever, and he's like, we are ex-cons. Well, we're not ex-cons. We're, we're current cons. And then they're just both like, haha, current cons. But it absolutely feels like that that was just Steven flubbing his line, right? I, do, you, do you not even know what I'm talking no, about? No, I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm trying to think about what Steven says afterwards. He says he says current con sounds like a type of flower or something. Like it's a very weird yeah, su- he's, surreal line he delivers after that, too. Yeah, he's trying to improvise. But it is. It, I, I would bet everything i own that steven's on there he's just like we're ex-cons well we're, we're current cons because he was probably improvising from the start yeah i don't well he, he does notably refuse to to deliver the lines that are written uh, he does in fact um there were lawsuits really? against him um for, this, for this yeah for this and mercenary for justice damn because he um arrived at the set late left early and rewrote scripts without permission, among other things. Yikes! So <sighs> that's our man. That's 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 Stephen. 
That that's is, the Stephen we are used to. That's our boy. So the children's hospital is going out of business. Oh, we were—I <laughs> don't know where we are. This fuck—we're in jail. We're um, in jail. Yeah. Well, we we get a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, that's right. There's a chase. Um, yeah. So there's a chase scene. Steven's running from the cops. Um, it's pretty stupid. They the um they like try and stop Steven with a grenade launcher. They like launch. <laughs> they like blow up the truck that steven is driving with that money um and he gets away and how it's like two million dollars or is it more than that i thought it was like 20 million dollars it was some some digit with or it's some millions number. of dollars it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> it, it is at least two million potentially yeah. 20 at most 200 million yeah uh had the two in there definitely a two in there but it's a solid amount of money. And um, Steven, I don't... I I will be the first to admit that this was during a um, a blackout moment watching this. I was blackout drunk watching this movie. <laughs> so I, do, I, I lost it for uh, a second. But uh-huh. um, Steven gets away with the money, question mark? How? Why? Where does he put it? Yeah, because... As I recall, he just ends up like dying on the ground. Yeah, he he runs to an alley where he calls his wife. Um, I, I I did watch this movie at work while working, so I I did lose a, a little bit. Um, and that was one of those moments I was kind of confused by. But yeah, he calls his wife and he's like telling her some nonsense. <laughs> Who fucking yeah. knows? Um, but he just starts being like, oh, he's like oh, rubbing his stomach and he's just like, oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and then Steven just lays down in the alley. Yeah. He just lays down like a dog. Um, and then the cops do pull up on Steven. He does absolutely 100% look like a homeless man. Mm-hmm. Um, they do immediately draw their guns. Yep. Uh, but they arrest him yeah (laughs) Uh, they do arrest him they send him to prison and we are in prison there's something comforting to me whenever Steven's in jail in these movies yeah Um, but there's we haven't seen a good one with him in jail right have we seen a good one in general is that what you're asking yeah no but like even you know (laughs) for, for the big relative I mean, I think jail, I'm going, obviously, <laughs> half past dead. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, out for a kill, he's in jail, where he meets his um, friend for life, his cellmate. Right. He's that's, in jail that's a my bit last week. That's my favorite stint of him in jail. Yeah. The, the one where he just makes a, 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 like a best friend for life who, like... Off camera. <laughs> Yeah, off camera, who who we never even see him speak to. Yeah, he has no more, relevance more than, to the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he goes to jail. Um, this is when he's insisting that he bumped his head so hard he can't remember anything. Yep. Um, much like happened to us several weeks ago. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Stephen bumped his head too bad. Yeah. Um, there's there's a really good scene probably my favorite in the movie maybe one of my favorite that we've seen for this show 
uh-huh. uh, where Steven's being walked to his cell. And there's this very, like, um, it's very reminiscent of, at least this is what I got from it, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yep, it's very Silence of the Lambs Yes, thing. it's very Absolutely. Silence of the Lambs. Uh, am kind of bummed that nobody flicks come at Steven. <laughs> yeah. Would have gone hog wild. Yeah, that uh, really would have put it over the edge, man. But uh, they they do like the same thing where it's kind of just like these people yell at Steven. But it absolutely 100% does not go that far. And feels like they're like trying to make these people seem crazy but have no idea how. Um, and, and, and the other thing is, is it's like, where where are they taking Steven? Because why is everybody insane? Yeah, because everybody appears to be insane when they when they bring Steven in. So it's like Steven's arrested for driving a getaway car. Well, suppose I mean um they tell him <laughs> this is one of those times where you can't you can't know if it's like intentional in the movie or not. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the two DEA agents that are interrogating him, the lady says that there were injured cops, and then the bad man says that there are dead cops. Yeah, I don't know if that is one of those is true. Who knows where that stands? Um, but it, it makes sense that Stephen would be going to like a pretty high level jail. But as he's being walked to his cell, these dudes are just like cartoon characters. Yeah. Um, one guy's just yelling, I'm gonna lick ya. <laughs> yeah. And there's another guy, they're just going, but it a but it a but it a but He was my favorite. Um, yeah. but yeah, Steven makes his friend ice cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um, just, you know, Steven does some, some jail stuff, gets into some hijinks in the yard. He does. Um, he then they bring in one of the old dudes from the heist got arrested and um steven thinks they were set up or knows they were set up i guess and uh this guy max is the one who hired him mm-hmm. and the uh, dea people told steven that max was dead but steven doesn't buy it yeah um, steven's he, omniscient yeah he needs more info and uh so he goes to this old man and this is an old man um he he's maybe not like um he, he, he i wouldn't put him in a home but like i wouldn't he'd live in the basement i wouldn't have him live by himself yeah but it's not like he would need constant care uh-huh. but he's an old dude um and steven just shakes this man around like a like a toy like a dog with a chew toy he is just throwing this man all around the storage room shaking him around um yeah Max isn't. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Take well, it. I was just saying, in Stevens, in Stevens' rare defense, <clears throat> this guy does come to him with with a knife. Now, granted, Steven goes a little overboard after that, though, um, because Steven, for the first time in maybe a little while, uh, disgustingly breaks this man's arm. I I feel like there's there's some grody arm breaking last week. Yeah, I and submerged, or maybe into the sun. Yeah, I don't know either, but he does snap snap this man's arm very unpleasantly. And is it is it this moment uh or Stephen calls Stephen calls him a, a a motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But a bing but a boom, man. Ding 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 ding. And so Stephen's also interrogating me. Oh, I I also wrote down maybe this is 
this is a little mean because it's a fight between Steven and an old man. Um, but there is a lot of heavy breathing during this fight um, <laughs> to, to where they both seem out of breath. Well, to um, be fair, Steven is throwing this man around. Yeah, Steven's giving it all he's got. Um, and I, I forget what Steven's asking. Steven's trying to figure out uh, who who was who was there or like who set him up who set him up and the guy says fuck you and then steven says remember uh steven says i don't remember seeing fuck you yeah uh, and there's a lot steven of bad ones here arm. the the dialogue in this movie sucks so bad <laughs> yeah, i awesome. mean it sucks so bad let me look i i have not actually looked into the writer of this film kevin moore yeah let's take a little trip to uh kevin moore is is Kevin Moore the name of the keyboardist from Dream Theater? You're asking the wrong dude. <laughs> Do you think the keyboardist of Dream Theater, the the first keyboardist or the second? I don't know. I'm gonna I think up. if anybody from Dream Theater was involved in this movie, it would be a lot dweebier. Uh, I was right though, Kevin Moore. Uh, well, Dylan is not the same Kevin Moore. Oh well, I was just gonna say he is involved in in some some movies. It it appears. <clears throat> is one of them today you die i i don't see today you die no yes i do wait okay, what? So, so hold on no, so this ma- is a mistake so yeah they might just be putting him together they might just be putting the two kevin moores into the same per- person no they are sure not what but hold on now i don't see today you die so this is bizarre <laughs> Because okay. he he has done some film music. Okay. He has done some film soundtracks. Uh, but I don't see Today You Die. And well, he, he is the key, he was the keyboardist of Dream Theater. Okay, but Today You Die he <laughs> Kevin Moore was not the composer, he was the Oh writer. yeah, he was not the composer, right. He was the writer. So okay. Yeah. So but to in my, in my defense here they do have Kevin Moore and then movies and then today you die. Um, and it's like all wrapped up with the musician, Kevin Moore. So to be fair for a minute there, there was, there was a moment to panic, but we, we are not in that moment anymore. Anyway, um, continue on with our boy, with, with the other Kevin Moore. Well, there, this guy, I don't believe was in dream theater. Um, <laughs> His IMDb is not particularly interesting. I don't know any of this shit. He wrote something called Showdown at Area 51. Um, something called Submarines in 2003. Yeah. Um, he was an associate producer on a show called The Phone. Hell yeah. From 2009. It was a game show that simulates what it would be like to be dropped into the middle of an adventure movie. Wow, that's so fun. Yeah, he, he appears to have been involved in some sort of Rowan Atkinson movie. Or maybe that's the other Kevin Moore. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. He's in some, he, he was Johnny English? Johnny English, yeah. Yeah, that's the other Kevin Moore. I guess. It's not this dude. Ugh. Anyway, that was, uh, that was the old Kevin Moore chat. Yeah. Our, our new podcast, our new hit podcast, our new iHeartRadio award winning segment, Kevin Moore Chat. 
Yeah, it goes, uh, Kevin, it's qu- Kevin, question mark, and then more exclamation point. Yeah. That's uh, Kevin, more. 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 Wow. Um, look, it's today you die. It is. Uh, it, it's exhausting. Um, Steven gets out of prison. He teams up with, uh, oh my God, what is his name? Talking about Treach? Treach as ice cool. Treach as ice cool. Um, Yeah, they're bros. They're hanging out. They're having a good time. They are going to, because the the big thing of the movie is either A, Steven wants revenge and needs to find where the money is, or he knows where the money is, but has to kill everybody that's looking for it so he can keep it. Yeah. Do you know the answer so to this? Maybe so he can save the children's hospital that's going out of business. Is right. that what this movie is about? Yes. That is what this movie That is, is about. ultimately okay. what it's about is Steven wants to save the children's hospital from going out of business. <laughs> um, God. Okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Yeah. Now, I, now yeah. that you put it like that, now that this, this movie is about Steven Seagal massacring an entire gang of criminals so that he can save a children's hospital from going out of business i have decided that i love this movie i would like to just jump to the end of this movie and talk about (laughs) when steven does finally save the day and save the children's hospital because yeah the last scene of this movie is a outright celebration a true party at the children's hospital there's a reopening banner yep there's a clown there's cake there's kids running around outside having the time of their life they can finally go back to the hospital yeah um i you know i uh have been lucky enough to really have no experience at children hospitals yep just something tells me that this isn't how you handle it (laughs) yeah it seems a little weird you're not celebrating oh thank god we can all go to the hospital. Yeah. Welcome back to the hospital, kids. Here's your cake and your clown. Um, yeah. And and you know what? You, not a sick kid in sight. Not a sick That's kid true. in sight. You got to give me one kid. You got to give me one bald kid. Yeah. You know, imagine. That's the quota. You need one that's bald. <laughs> you got to have one wheelchair. bald kid. The, if Steven's going to go up to a random child and be like, hey, here's a necklace. Yeah. Um, it's got to be like a visibly. Grace Moretz, who is in perfectly fine health as far as we can tell. Yeah. It's got to be like a notably sick kid. Like you got to if you're going to have this whole children's hospital thing, you got to go all in and be like pandering as hell. You gotta have That's a lot true, of very sad, sick kids. <laughs> That's true, and and at no point are there any sad, sick kids in this movie. No, which, not a one. And you know, not, I'm tuning into a movie. One. You gotta give me a sick kid. <laughs> well, I guess my point is is that this movie's got no stakes. It's like I I watched this movie and I just now f- re- like f- put it together what the point of it was. Oh. That's because that's because I barely pay attention. Uh, but but I pay enough attention to at least to have put it together. My point being that you see this children's hospital and it's going out of business and Steven's going to save it and they don't raise the stakes by being like, you know, here's a kid. You know, if you like, yeah, you, well, you, the, you bring a kid out and he's just like, man, 
if if the hospital goes away, I, I, there's, there's not really going to be any what you do for me. What you do, yeah, is I mean, the this is probably too smart. Yeah, but you like give give Stephen like a sick niece. Yeah. You know, not his kid because then it's like he'd have to act too much if his kid was sick. But right. like a sick niece, or maybe he like when he when we see because. The thing about the children's hospital is when it's first introduced, it's not even like a big deal. It's just Steven drives past it and it has a sign that says going out of business. Uh-huh. There's not a sick kid out front. There's not a crying mother. Like nope. if they, they they just give us a little something, a little something to make me be like, oh man, this is depressing. And I just as a human being watching the end of this movie with these kids running around at the children's hospital it was still depressing to me uh-huh. because it's a children's hospital <laughs> right and uh, it was hard for me to see the celebration <laughs> and like a lot of children being at the hospital but uh, you gotta just yeah like give it some stakes give it like make it so the children's hospital is like looming over the movie Instead of it acting like a like a Chekhov's children's hospital where they show us it the first act of the very end of the movie, they're like, ha, we've pulled a magic trick. What a twist. Remember the children's hospital. <laughs> it's back. Um Yeah. It's uh it's pretty weird. It's 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 so non essential. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, it just it is it is what it is, man. It's it's today you die. It is today you die. Um, on the uh, blues, on the blues to new metal uh, scale, this is a much more of a classic kind of bluesy rock, Stephen, as opposed to a new metal Stephen. Yeah, there's a lot of sick licks in this in this movie. There's a lot of there's a lot of licks. Um, I know that you famously turn these movies off the second it cuts to credits. Uh-huh. But I am sincerely hoping you saw enough of the credits to get a good listen to the credit song. Please tell me you did. I I I, I vaguely remember the the, the credit song. Yeah, because I think that started like just just before the credits got going. So uh, I I think I listened enough to like kind of get a vibe for it. But I don't remember too many details. Um, kind of tempted to tell you to just go ahead and open up the movie right now on air because. The, uh, destroy first. <laughs> the end credits song for this fucking movie is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Hold on. It's, it's loading. Wait, I'm going to pull it up too. <laughs> Let's just watch the, the movie. Let's watch the movie. Why isn't this the podcast? Why don't we uh, just watch the movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's the children's hospital. Uh-huh. St. Thomas's Children's Hospital. There's, the bl- there's a nun... Oh, that's fun. Oh, here's the song. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's the grand reopening. There's the clown. Mm-hmm. No sick kids. No, Not a sick kid in sight. Yep. All Just very... jump to like the end of the movie. Well, the song's on right now. Yeah, but you need to be able to just hear the, the song. Sorry, I was just basking in the glow of Today You Die. Go to an hour, 27 minutes, and 7 seconds. Alright. We're Lucky gonna... Little girl, can I have a hug? 
All right. No, you've already, you did not go to the exact. I did. That was 127.07. Now the movie's fading to black. All right. Just, we're going to sit quietly for a minute, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Did you get to the chorus? <laughs> We're almost there, yeah. Maybe this will be the first one we we put some audio in, so that way our our listeners at home can really appreciate this because it is yeah. something. <laughs> you know, you know, we won't get the. We won't get the bands. Get our shit banned from uh, from YouTube and Spotify. What? For putting in copyrighted music? I couldn't find this song anywhere. I specifically tried. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically she tried. Bring to me. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is the composer Steve Edwards like singing his own song. And wow. um, it fucking sucks. Wow. That was really great. I loved that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, um, we'll yeah, put no, that, that in so really that way bad. everybody yeah, can we'll put that in. We'll let, we'll let the viewers at home. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, it, that's pretty profound. It is somehow mess, the definitely. worst in credit song that we have heard, and there is a movie that ends with Steven singing. Yeah. But wow. It's, shout, out to, shout out to Steven. I, Second I, worst so far. I will be the first person to say that that is much worse than the Steven song. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, I loved that. Um, um, uh, 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 um, uh, welcome back to Umcast. Welcome back to the Umcast. We're, we're welcome back to the Umcast. We're making it up as we go along. Um, we have we have no plan for these episodes ever. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of music in this movie, yeah, I want to take. I just want to take a quick detour, very very quick. You know, very brief. You take take all the time in the world. Yeah, it's a very brief detour, but it was something that was very special to me. Which is that there's a couple of scenes in this film that take place. In like a dive bar, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that that is Ice Cool's. Uh, it's a place he frequents. He brings Stephen there. This is where we find that Stephen walks like a black man and breathes like a killer. Yep. Um, but later in this movie, uh, Stephen's DEA agent friend uh, shows up to this bar and is immediately uh, sexually har- uh, uh, harassed mm-hmm. uh, as soon as she walks in. But something I wanted to talk about with this scene. As he talks about how rough of a of a spot this is, how how kind of dingy and and dirty of a dive bar that this is. Yeah, it's and, the kind and, of bar and, you'd see the the wild hogs at. Yeah, uh, and in the background is just smooth jazz guitar, clearly live within the bar, and um, I just love that. I just love the idea of a solo jazz guitarist playing his arrangements of of jazz standards in like the roughest bar in town. 
Um, I just wanted to give that a quick shout out. I thought that was really funny. Look, dude. I liked that a lot. You never know when the jazz heads are going to pop off, okay? (laughs) You know better than anyone. It's contentious. Yeah, you never know when the pork pie hats are going to show up. Yeah, they're going to show up. You're you're playing uh, a standard that they don't like. Maybe you're doing a little bit. Now, here's a question. Because I don't know if our listeners know, but Dilla Jones is a regular uh, jazz head. I, I wouldn't go He's so far as that. The 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 Jasmine himself. They uh, uh we call they him, call me Jasmine. We call him Jasmine. Um, <laughs> would the the pork pie hats, by which I mean that's the name of their gang. Uh-huh. Um, would they be upset if they came to this bar and there was too much improvisation, or would they be more upset if there was not enough improvisation? They, I would, and they're playing a standard. Now the only yeah. real jazz like guy I know, I'm gonna say Art Pepper. Uh-huh. They're playing a classic pepper track, a classic uh-huh. PT. Um sure. and let's say this dude on stage, you know, he's either gonna be like changing it up so much you can barely tell it's a classic PT. Uh or he's just playing it like the exact same way you'd hear it on a recording. Which one's gonna upset him more? Well, um, th- I, I would imagine they'd want more improvisation because that's that's the the spirit of jazz. So the idea of uh, of when you play a standard is that you play you play the head of the tune, which is like the main melody, and then you solo over the chord progression, uh, you know, for as long as your heart desires. So they'd be looking for that. They'd be looking for the melody that they know and love of their of their Art Pepper uh, uh, collection at home. But then when you hear that melody probably two times through, it's like, all right, it's time to see what you can play. You know, that's that's probably what they'd be looking for. All right. I tuned that out, but thanks for getting back to me. So, well, you know, I think that the viewers at home are going to love that little piece of information about jazz. No, I I think that they're they're hype. They're ready for more jazz talk. Um, Problem is, Steven's not a jazz guy. He's a bluesman. And that's why he uh, made the rough bar jazz bar. Mm-hmm. Isn't the other bar a jazz the rough wait? <laughs> Isn't there another movie we saw where they're talking about like this really rough bar and they're just playing like jazz? Maybe. I mean that sounds vaguely familiar. I want to say Glimmer Man? No. Good luck getting me. No. No. No, Ticker. It's Ticker. It's absolutely Ticker. Oh, yeah. I do remember being I do remember isn't Dennis Hopper in that bar? No, it's one of his henchmen. One of his henchmen is. Yeah, hold on. I <laughs> Yeah. Um it it was called the Jazz Cat, but it was a blues bar. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was it. That was the our, our Good bit old there. Ticker, man. Yeah. Hey, let's watch Ticker again mm. instead of um <laughs> any any mm. other movie mm. ever again i don't know next week we're doing black dawn that's the sequel to the foreigner so that's exciting Ugh. are we having a guest on next week um <laughs> I, I i we weren't really planning on it but i could try oh okay i, think, I couldn't remember when our guests were coming i think that we were we we're talking about since it's like a sequel to the foreigner Maybe just not having a guest on. 
Um, yeah, because we certainly don't have a track record of bringing guests on for sequels to movies they haven't seen. No, but I think bringing a guest on for Under Siege 2 <laughs> and having to like catch him up with Under Siege infinitely... Uh, infinitely easier yeah no 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 question the foreigner is one of the most complicated movies i've ever i seen think if we have a guest ever. on for black dawn the sequel it will just turn into another episode on the foreigner yeah um and good luck with that yeah our first episode um, on the foreigner is widely regarded as the worst podcast episode of all time <laughs> so yeah we we currently uh, hold the bottom 22 spots for podcast episodes uh, in current human history. Yeah. The AV Club uh, put out a list of the worst podcast episodes ever recorded. And um, it was all Conan O'Brien except for the last 22. Yeah. Because uh, those were all us. And there's a specific emphasis on the foreigner being the worst. Yeah. The for- the, the mostly in. Um, release order except the one at the foreigners at the very bottom um in release order that we got much worse as we went on yep Mm -hmm. except i don't think anybody would argue with this yeah um except interestingly enough hubie halloween episode not included not included that was actually on their best podcast episodes of all time list yes uh yeah (laughs) yes and so (laughs) Uh, hey man, mm-hmm. today you die. Yes, and <laughs> and it's time for IMDb trivia. Oh, is is it? I don't think it is I, quite yet. There's okay. There was I, we we did the children's hospital. We did the we, we I, did the song. I just it felt over. I know, but, but there's right. there's just a little bit, just a little bit that I still want to you know a little t- couple tidbits that I wanted to no absolutely to pull out. Um, there's a part where these. There's like a gang war. These dudes show up and start shooting some other dudes. And then Steven's caught in the middle. Um, and this scene like kind of starts with one of the drug dealers on the phone, presumably with like his wife. I'm sorry. It almost, it almost happened, but we're good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is the one we're going to turn on each other. Do you think that, that, that that's like how this goes? That eventually this is gonna just like, yeah, we start getting pissed at each other. Yeah, like there's gonna be. I, mean, I feel like there's gonna be a week where one of us really like makes the other one do it. Yeah, and we're just fucking angry about it. Yeah, yeah, that stands to reason. We, <clears throat> I would just to remind you, we are not halfway done. Yeah, well, let's just let's not think about that right now. Let's live in the let's live in the present moment. Okay. Um. So anyway. The guy's on the phone, and he's just screaming. He's just screaming, you gotta change the fucking diaper! That's always good, you know? Yeah. As, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, actually, this reminds me. I've got um, I, I've got something I'd like to try out live on air. Okay. Uh, here on Steven Destroy. Um, something, James, that we never really do, because, you know, we're not seasoned vets in the podcast game. Is that we uh, we don't really have a riff, you know? There's no riffing on this show, zero riffing. Yeah. And so I wanted to go ahead and try out a little bit of riffing. I've got a little I've got a little riff concept that I'd like to 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 put your way, and I'd just like to see how it it bounces off of you, if that's okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is gonna uh, this is gonna be my my riff to you. Okay. Mm. I'm... You know what this is? 
This is driving Miss Daisy. You know who I am? I'm Miss Daisy. We're ex-cons. <laughs> I take that back. We're current cons. That sounds like a flower. Uh, <laughs> You're supposed to riff with me. Uh, uh, I was trying. I was trying my best. To, <laughs> I was trying my best to to riff there. I I okay. Um, <laughs> well, I do just. I do just. I know you want to riff, and we'll get right back into it. All right, we'll do some more riffing uh-huh. in a minute. Yeah, sure. But you did bring up that very weird interaction that Steve and Ice Cool have, where Steven driving a car says that it's like driving Miss Daisy, and he's Miss Daisy as he drives the car with the African American dude, the passenger seat. Yeah, and I don't know if either Steven has not seen Driving Miss Daisy and does not know anything about it or what it's about. Yeah. Or if he's, like, trying to make some sort of a joke. Yeah. Um, But it was very bizarre. Is that actually in the same scene as the, like, ex-con, current-con thing? Yeah, it's back-to-back. What? Yeah. What There's the no, like, interlude what either. The no, like, there's no, like, response or segue. God. It's just, this, this is Driving Miss Daisy. I miss Daisy. We're current cons. <laughs> what is, what does Treach think of all that? Like you're, I can't remember. Well, no, I, no, I, no, I really no, 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 no. I mean, what does Treach the man think in that moment in the scene? Because that wasn't written. Oh God! If it was, it was written by Stephen, like on set that morning in his trailer. He shows up. I've written the best thing I've ever read. Yeah. This this truly is this is like what he got sued for. Um, this has to be. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't really riff with you on that. Um, I think my my riff would be like, uh, "Hey, man, you okay? <laughs> Should you be <laughs> driving? Hey, man, you all right? You need to pull over. It's okay if you need to pull over. Hey, man, I you've been driving us around all day. <laughs> I can take the wheel. Um, so the bad guy Max. They make a lot of like a big deal throughout this movie about him being like a black magic dude. Um, and when Steven finally confronts him, he talks all about the like the real power lies between or the real mystical power lies between innocence and evil. Yeah. And then Steven says, you're not a master of illusion. You're a master con artist and just a sick guy who's got to be stopped. And it, uh, I mean, it makes no sense. The question no. is, is if there was that, like, supernatural element in this movie, and it got chopped? Or if... Uh, yeah, you know, because there are more allusions to it. There's, like, uh, I, I think it's Steven's wife that says, or girlfriend or fiancé that says, uh, Max is capable of more than the eye can see. And then Steven says, is Max alive or dead in your dreams? And then she says, both, or neither. Yeah. Um, and I just thought to myself, I wrote down, I said, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Good who, point. <laughs> who, who cares if Max is alive or dead in her, in her dreams? Yeah. You know, it, I, it doesn't matter. I, um, I rewatched the episode of community and this is, did you watch the last season of community season six, the Yahoo one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, there's an episode on there where, um, Ken Jong 
becomes famous doing a catchphrase for a ham commercial and they like shot a movie with him and then they kind of have to like shoot a new movie based around the footage that they already had to try and capitalize on his success Uh does that ring a bell to you at all yeah i remember the ham thing yeah Uh, i I like that episode and the other day i just felt like tuning on something that i was a little familiar with so i just rewatched that episode and um it feels like a direct parody of a lot of these movies. It is like I I re like I watched Today You Die with like a new perspective thinking about that. Because it yeah. really like the way they would do and I mean it's played for laughs, obviously, and it's like over the top, but the way that they would just like loop shit and like uh, I don't know, I can't really get into it. But um it's on netflix now i would recommend you know checking it out um watch mcgruber first (laughs) of course but uh it was it it definitely is a really good and and for the listeners that's something that i can recommend that would give you a really good idea of what a lot of these movies are like um yeah yeah i mean besides listening to our eloquent soliloquies yeah describing the scenes well that's enough. <laughs> let's yeah. let's maybe. Is there anything else about today you die that like matters to you or in general to the world? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. They <laughs> they really are just all the same. Yeah. Though there is truly nothing. They are. There's nothing here. They are all the same. Um. I think last week, or maybe into the sun, I suggested the idea of like a like a bingo card or a rubric of sorts, a little like mm-hmm. checklist to just walk through. Be like, okay, so did we have Stephen have a shitty background? Yes. Uh, was there a corrupt government official? Yes. Um, in this case, there is actually he was not he didn't have a, a government past here, but there is a shady government dude. Mm-hmm. No shady businessmen. Although this Max guy might be a businessman, but it's not. It's not clear. Explosive. Yeah, no senators. Yeah, that's not really his role. Yeah. No senators. <sighs> Today you die. Um, all right. I'm still. I'm. I'm feeling less like I'm gonna throw up. More just very sleepy. Um, yeah. There's only one piece of trivia for Today You Die on IMDb which is that it contains footage from three other movies. Uh, oh. The order for the repelling scene, which I couldn't tell you where that takes place. <laughs> Top of the world for the truck chase and undisputed for the prison riot scene. So that's always fun. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, let's add some IMDb trivia. Wow. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. You got a good jumping off point? Um, I think we've got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, Steven's lawsuit um, could be could be fun. That could be fun material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, um, I don't know. I, that, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Well, anyway. the first thing that comes to mind for me is what if Steven had like a really big burger and, oh, okay. and it made him feel real sick? Uh huh. 
And um, that's why his stomach hurt <laughs> in that one scene where he calls his wife and he has to lay down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or um, maybe um, mm-hmm. the the lawsuit they they said it was they said it was because Stephen kept rewriting uh, the script, but it was really because Stephen kept farting. Jesus. <laughs> and they said, "No more of this stinky boy on my movies." I'd like to be compensated. All right. Okay, calm down. I know you. Episode. What is this? Twenty one or twenty two? This is the fart joke episode. Okay. Listen, I know you're just feeling emboldened because I said come earlier, but did you say come earlier? I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, because of the sounds. I did. Right? I think yeah. I broke the seal on it. I think this. Is the first. Yeah. <laughs> is that the first time somebody's come on the show before, or said come on the show before? Yeah um yeah this is um now (laughs) yeah um oh (laughs) go on man give it to the people we're waiting what was the uh the fake podcast that we started joking about when um we were doing our failed pilot uh cheers and jeers Oh, um, we came up with something on Cheers, Cheers and Jeers. Yeah, it was like it was like a come talk. <laughs> um, guy, you're gonna have to help me fill in the blanks here. I don't remember this. Okay, so I I think it was called um, Dick Chat, and I was Dick your Chat. host, Dick Chat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I'm just glad that we gave AV Club something new to put as their worst episode of Steven Destroy. <laughs> oh, and we've got so many more worse episodes to go. I know. It's just gotta get worse and worse. Uh tuning Keep tuning in to Dick Chat. It's just with, gonna get worse your, and worse. With your host, Dick Chat. Oh my god. Doesn't it feel like it is just gonna get worse and worse? <laughs> oh though? yeah. This is like the this is this is the part I was always looking forward to though. I was always looking forward to it to get as bad as it could get. Um what about Stephen Destroy? Mm-hmm. And I'm your I'm your host. Okay destroy okay and you're our host or maybe you're our host steve and i'm our host destroy yeah okay okay (laughs) um and and that's that's the trivia for this week it's not though uh the trivia for this week is Mm -hmm. i think we stopped i think we went off the rails after the fart yeah yeah you should have known better yeah, I shouldn't have run up farts. Oh my god. <laughs> you don't respect me. You don't respect this show. <laughs> it's also so uh, fucking hot in my room. Right dude, now. yeah. 
Well, I took my AC out a long time ago, so it's been hot up here. And, like, I turned my fan I'm off. I'm so sweaty. I turned my fan off for these fucking people. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even appreciate it. They're not even going to listen to this. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> and I feel so sick. <laughs> and I hate Steven Seagal so much. I've never hated anyone as much as I hate Steven Seagal. I've been th- like, I've been thinking uh, about having people on the show because I, I have started reaching out for some guests. Um, yeah, and I've been thinking about like if we ask them the question of the St- about the Steven Seagal Zoo, <laughs> and I think if I have like anybody on this show, it was like, how much would you pay? To throw whatever you want at Steven Seagal the Steven Seagal Zoo, I think they would be like, "That sounds insane." <laughs> that, is, that is not something I would like to partake. Yeah, that sounds cruel. If someone said that to me, I would think that they were certifiably insane. I would be like, "How could you not want to throw something at Steven Seagal the Steven Seagal Zoo?" Um, well, and and here's the thing too. Like when we started the show, right? I thought, I thought to myself, like. Maybe it's a little much. Like maybe, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe Stephen, maybe Stephen doesn't deserve it. Now, of course, Stephen deserves to be in jail. Yeah, there's no question around this. He does deserve, at the very least, genuinely, the rest of his life in prison. But on the other hand. Mm-hmm. We were. It was like we're tearing. We're tearing into these movies, and it's just like, is it worth it? Is it? Is it going to become? Is it going to become like? All right, we've given him enough tongue lashing, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, we've, we've really given him a talking. Maybe it's going. To. Maybe maybe this is going a little overboard, but every week. Every week I watch a movie so devoid of energy or or competency or that any type of dedication that he cares about what he's doing that, or what his craft is. That is like the ultimate sin for me is the fact it really is, is the fact that he he hates making movies. There is no question. Yeah. He hates to be in movies. He really does and it's like it's un- unapologetic. He doesn't even pretend to like being in movies. He he does not care about these movies. And like you know, you run into like certainly these days there is no shortage of artists who have done reprehensible things. And in and in the case of many of these artists, you can look at the work and and say like, "Wow, this is this sucks because like the work they they clearly cared about and they were really they really made something special with this work you know but steven hates making movies he really does like there is nothing here and um so i i'm really content with this (laughs) i'm really content with getting on here every week and just being bewildered and dumbfounded about how much i fucking hate him oh no there's because he deserves it he really does i mean it's yeah, I mean, he really does. And the thing about Steven is, like, I get your point. Like, there are definitely people. I mean, like, 
anytime anybody who makes art does something reprehensible, for the most part, there's going to be people where it's like, oh man, that sucks because I really like this thing and it ruins it. Um, and also it sucks because this person brought evil into the world. But with Steven, like, everything about him sucks. There is no, I don't know, gray area. Like, nobody could argue <laughs> there's any sort of gray area. He is just front to back, top to bottom bad. <laughs> yeah. It has has not contributed anything. And, like... I'm I'm not a um, separate the art from the artist type person, which I think has been relatively clear from the, the show. Um, yeah. But even if you did, he would be nothing. He would bring nothing positive to the world. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I probably have a little bit less trouble with, with doing the separating, but but with Steven, it's like, I don't want to. It's, you know, it's like I I wouldn't make any attempt because there's nothing here in these movies. There is no lesson. There is no moral. There is no well, there's, there's, um, deeper truth. And I mean, I, like ignoring even like the kind of, you know, art from artist tangent, just ignoring that just in general, he's very like i mean we've already said it but he just there's no passion there's no like care you look at something like um the room obviously like a different level of movie i i i love i love the well yeah and and i yeah and i will i guess that's i love the room and i think it's what you're about to say it's like tommy tommy loves the room you know and and it makes it so much easier to love the room well that's to know how much tommy loves that's why people like that's why the room is what it is because of the passion and the earnestness behind it like a fucking i don't know sharknado something that is engineered or a good example would be uh birdemic 2 yeah which is like literally engineered to be like crazy and capturing the spirit of birdemic and like that isn't entertaining to watch because it's not earnest and like yeah i think these movies, a lot of them, you put somebody else in, and I know we we say this all the time, but probably not like better movies, particularly because like there's a lot of stuff wrong with them other than Steven Seagal, but like mm-hmm. they will feel earnest, and I think a lot of these movies could flip the switch from just like painful, uh, tor- like like torturous, evil things to like. A fun, a fun night with the boys. Yes, absolutely, totally, and and like I get it, like that that's that's what people want from these movies, and like I I can't say that I'm like an action movie like junkie or anything like that. Like I don't just like live and breathe action movies, <clears throat> so I guess I I can't quite put myself into the shoes of somebody that likes a Steven Seagal movie, um, like any of them. Um, <laughs> But like I, I guess that that's that's the thing is it's like I I don't even understand how like if you just want boring straight to DVD action movies why you'd watch any of the Steven ones because he is so bad and it's like I've seen a bunch of terrible movies you and I have watched a bunch of terrible action movies together before we ever did this podcast uh, when we were in like fucking high school like we watched those fucking Charles Bronson movies we watched Family of Cops hell yeah brother we watched 
we watched some some Chuck Norris movies that were not very much better. And it was like, well, at least like Chuck Norris and Charles Bronson, those are like, they're like, they maybe they're phoning it in, but like they at least like kind of act. Like Stephen just whispers, man. I, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going all the way off, but like. Sometimes you just, um, gotta, you just gotta let it out. Sometimes you just gotta let it out because like. I, I think that the, I feel like every time we do this, we at least we come away with like a, a one like new little nugget, like one little takeaway. And, and, and I think that the one from this from this one is that it's just like he hates making the movies. And that's what makes it absolutely impossible to even try to enjoy any of these. Um, like we get our little moments we get, you know, out for justice is a kind of kind of special little moment in this podcast. But like other than that, you really have to work to try to get something out of these movies. And and like if there anybody if there's anybody but Steven Seagal in these movies, I feel like it's a little easier to do that. And uh it's just because he doesn't care. But he doesn't care to a degree that is like extraordinary. It's extraordinary because if it was like anybody else, they would be fired. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess he produces most of these movies, so he's just he can just do every. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to like no offense to like a lot of these directors, although they are working with Steven Seagal, so maybe a little bit of offense, yeah. but um, a little bit. But in the, you know, and and there it's like it's tough though, right? Because it's like you're trying to you're trying to make a career and like well, yeah, like, here's your opportunity with like a famous person that's going to give you money to make a feature. That's that was actually entirely my point. <laughs> is is like uh, also they can't fire because like if you fire Steven Seagal, then like you really don't have like anything. At least if you got Steven Seagal on there, there's going to be a couple old old white people that pass the red box that are like, oh, let's watch this movie. Um, yep. But if you get like fucking, I don't know, someone from Suicide Squad that I don't remember the name of, um, yeah, <laughs> classic, yeah, one of my favorite actors, yeah. Uh, so that's that's. <laughs> I really do hate. I really do hate Steven Seagal. Wouldn't it be cool if we like didn't do this podcast about Steven Seagal specifically? <laughs> like yeah. if we could change it yeah, up Yeah, what if yeah i mean i think about that every week because like i don't dislike making a podcast yeah i enjoy talking to my good friend dylan jones yeah you know what i would i would agree that i enjoy talking to my good friend james barrett so if you removed steven from the equation this becomes <laughs> and this is so depressing <laughs> this be this becomes like a fun thing to do every week. This becomes like, oh yeah, shit, we watched this thing this week, get to talk to my buddy about it. It doesn't make me want to die, as a matter of fact. I don't, I'm excited about this. Yeah, if it, if it was a podcast about direct-to-DVD action movies. And yeah. we, we definitely, you know, dove into Seagal, maybe we'd have a Seagal month, you know? Uh-huh. That's one thing. Where we used all these, all these backlogged episodes that we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where we are out of context going absolutely fucking insane <laughs> about watching steven seagal we're talking about how we're 22 weeks in yeah and then, and this is like our third episode it's our third episode of our action movie it's our third episode of our action movie podcast just on today you die and we watched today you die once and it sent us into some weird time loop we're caught in like a groundhog day loop 
where we have to watch we have to watch today you die and record the podcast on it over and over again until we finally do a good job on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but wouldn't it be amazing? Like what if <laughs> what if next week? What if next week we just had to watch Cobra and then come back and talk about it? Dylan, I can't. I can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> And then the week after that, MacGruber. Yeah. All these movies we've been talking about. Yeah. That no. Next week we're watching Black Dawn. <laughs> why, God? Why? 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 All right. Let's do some IMDb <sighs> trivia. All right. Yeah. Because um, they say that routine is good for you. It's good for uh, yeah. dealing with the. Uh, you know. Steven Steven Seagal. Seagal. Um, okay. What's a good IMDb trivia? Okay. Um, so, so far, so, so far we had uh, farting. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the thing you, you he said? He ate burger. He ate burger. Okay. So, um, Steven ate burger. Okay. On set. Mm-hmm. And said to everyone, "Yes, this is my burger, and is not for you." <laughs> Steven Seagal said, "I can have cheeseburger." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steven Seagal invented the <laughs> "I can have cheeseburger" meme <laughs> on set of today you die when steven ordered a big burger for just himself and no one else and said i can has cheese bungus but but nobody nobody thought that bungus would make it to a meme so they changed it to burger all right so i am pretty into that i am gonna look up when did i can has cheeseburger come out <laughs> What, like 2009, if I had to guess? Um, it says 2007. So just after. Yeah. The timeline fits. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, let's do it. So Steven Seagal. Here, I'm going to change it a little bit. Steven Seagal desperately wanted a cheeseburger from... I can't. Sp- I fucked up the spelling of desperately and cheeseburger. Uh, it's been yeah. that kind of day. Steven Seagal desperately wanted a cheeseburger from Craft Services, asking all his co-workers because he's a man of the people. Mm-hmm. I can has cheeseburger. Um, this became such a repeated phrase around set it spread to the internet <laughs> it created the famous cat wanting cheeseburger meme so that makes sense yeah i think that there's no clearer way to say it and i'll put in, in parentheses and quotes i can has cheeseburger 
Oh, actually, I already said... All right, I'm going insane. That's enough. Steven Seagal desperately wanted a cheeseburger from Kraft Services, asking all his co-workers, Iken has cheeseburger? This became such a repeated phrase around set, it spread to the internet and created the famous cat wanting cheeseburger meme. I think that that's uh, perfect. Oh, it doesn't like that I have a question mark in there. <laughs> it's giving me the same what it got before. Oh, yeah, they get really mad about questions. They marks. really do. All right. I have submitted our update. Uh, last week's for Submerged, which is prior to filming, Stephen awoke in the night terrified. He knew it was time to change the movie. That's what got approved. It's still up. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that i don't remember making that part of the episode <clears throat> well it was but i like i like it i think that's great trick. it was and it is all right so we're gonna go into sentencing um we do have a motherfucker count this week i guess we got two, two. wow yeah we didn't get to the other one but at some point steven's in a car all, all i wrote is steven in the car and then colon motherfucker two so he said it twice cool um <laughs> that's great i love it everybody loves it yep glad glad the counts i'm back. glad the counts back too um our imdb trivia has already been approved <laughs> for today you die um man oh uh <laughs> did you i uh, i I think your audio cut out there. Oh, um, our IMDb trivia for Today You Die has already been approved. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, man. Wow. Okay. We're going to do some sentencing. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I have no idea how to sentence this movie. I yeah. already broke for Out of Reach, and so I feel like I can't really do it again, and I got to try and rein in my emotions and do a more reasonable and realistic sense yeah that's fair um today you die um <clears throat> steven is catastrophic yeah in this movie. he's catastrophic i don't know if i actually i if i'm gonna give him a i mean he is catastrophic in this movie and in real life well I'm, spe- I'm speaking on his act. Yeah, okay. At this right. Point, at this at this juncture, right. Ste- Stephen is a catastrophe. He is an abomination. Yes. Um, he is um, a desolate wasteland of emotionless garbage. Um, I hate this movie. I hate Steven Seagal. I hate his acting. I hate his directing. I hate his music. I hate everything about him. Uh, Steven Seagal is the devil. Yep. I'm going to give Steven 666 years for this movie. All right. That is a fair and warranted sentence. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I... I'm going to go 100 years. He's a bad man. I did, like I said... I went pretty all in with that 1,000 years for Out of Reach and um, feel like I kind of 
padded out some future sentences with that. But he is just a bad guy, and he is bad on the screen, and he makes my life worse. <laughs> and a uh, hundred years. So that is going to bring Stephen's current sentence, including the life sentence he already deserves, to two consecutive life sentences plus 2,589 years. He's earned every one of them. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to say about Stephen or to our listeners uh, or to me? You wanna, there, there any beef you want to get to the bottom of? Anything we need to squash here on Yeah. There? No, I, I, I think... I think I'm fine. I think, uh, you know, just if you're listening to this show for some reason, um, really, I can't stress to you enough. Don't watch these. (laughs) And I don't even mean that from like the moral obligation of like, you shouldn't support Steven Seagal. Cause that's not, I mean, that's part of it, but that's not really even what I'm talking about right now. Like, I promise you it will make your day, your week, significantly worse if you try to focus your attention on these for an hour and 30 minutes yeah and it's i know that's not a lot of time for a movie but i promise you it feels like yes yeah i i think we really missed an opportunity by making you rewatch belly of the beast (laughs) when you could have done like hard to kill or something like much you know more classic and kind of been able to give us a little perspective on the comparison from then and now in his career um because i think looking back on it after what we've seen i would definitely feel more comfortable rec not still not really like a recommendation but being like okay with the idea of somebody watching uh, like a lot of these earlier movies like basically Mm -hmm. anything up until executive decision and and including executive decision um mm-hmm. excluding saturday Night live and roseanne <laughs> but um like remember when the remember i'm gonna i'm about to blow your mind okay uh-huh. remember when michael kane was in one of these movies <laughs> yeah i do with john c McGinley. yeah well that's a little i i feel like i could still see him showing up but uh yeah but still it's uh in, in steven seagal's uh directorial yeah movie. remember oh, oh my god Ah, that just means that Steven Seagal is telling Michael Caine what to do. <sighs> do you remember? Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember when Halle Berry and Kurt Russell were in one of these movies? Yes, at least Executive Decision is a little, a little different. Remember when Pam Greer that... was in the first one? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and Sharon Stone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. God, and. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tell <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey. I mean, I know he's not exactly royalty, but nah, I mean still. But that was peak of his career too. I mean, right I guess we're right on the uh, right on the ledge with with him as well as Seagal, just very different legends. Yeah. Well, I wish Seagal was at the real a real ledge and I was behind him. Uh, yeah, and and the the pit below was the Steven Seagal. Yeah, scene. and it had a bunch of snakes, but not poisonous snakes, but ones with really sharp teeth, so it hurt. Yeah, and um, 
and it stinks. Yeah, oh, and it smells so bad. Yeah, because of all the farting. Because <sighs> <laughs> they only feed Steven cheeseburgers at the Steven Seagal Zoo. That's too good for Steven. Um, God. All right. Do you... <laughs> Next week's uh, Black Dawn. How you feeling? Great. Oh, <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Dope. Me too. Yeah. Let's do it. Never break. Better. Yeah. Ugh. All right, and so that's been. Uh, oh yeah, I guess let's destroy. like uh, yeah. When you when you went off on your whole thing about recommending, I thought you were gonna thank our our listeners, our uh, devoted fans, our. Um... <laughs> well, and I certainly would like to do that, but I think it's important too. Why would I be thanking our fans? And here's why: <laughs> I would like to thank them for donating to the talk. Film Society page. Yeah, now, okay, hey, I'm listening. Yeah, and sending us emails at Steven Seagal Podcast. Nope, not not the, not the email. Oh, is that not really our nope. email? <laughs> Steven Destroy Yeah, podcast. there you go. Sorry, talking too much about Seagal. That's okay. Forgot about, that, that, uh, for, forgot about old, old, old Destroy. That might be a here. better email address. <laughs> anyway, Steven Destroy Podcast. Well, let me see if Steven Seagal Podcast is available. <laughs> James, yeah, we have months of episodes telling people to email Stephen Destroy Podcast at gmail dot com. Months. Okay, I don't see your point. <laughs> I am not. You you know how little effort I put into this. I am not going to go back and fix. Oh that. well, no. I mean, we would just have both. Oh oh, we're going to own both. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we could sell one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i have i have a couple <laughs> random gmails um if anybody wants them i have snack daddy 101 um okay. i have um nasty man usa a peach trump now give us the rest um man. i'm about to have steven seagal podcast at gmail.com yeah if you guys want any of those um they are a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, and we only take uh, donations through Patreon. Yeah, at Talk Film Society. Um, at um, patreon.com slash Talk Film Society. That's the only one. Yeah, but you know what though? If you want to inquire ab- about the purchase of one of these emails, you could leave us a five star review on iTunes saying, "Hey." I would like to inquire about one of those. Yeah, or you, but if it's not five stars, we yeah, won't read it. Leave five stars, um, but in the actual meat of the review, uh, yep. ha- just say, "Give me that email." Yep. Um, Give me that email. Yeah. Comma. Hashtag. Um, what's our hashtag for Conan? No, we have a ha- well. We have a hashtag for Mark Marin. That's yeah. um. Hashtag uh, hashtag Conan come on Steven Destroy. No, podcast. we don't. What? Do wait? Do we not want Conan on the show? I forget what our bit. Well, is it's no Conan. bit, but um. Yeah, well, I, I you know what I mean. Bitten bitten uh, in a more realistic. Um, sense. we want Mark to come on because he's yeah. going to help us unite against our common enemy of Conan. But I guess right. we could have Conan on as some sort of trap. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> the specifics of which will determine at a later time once we get them to agree. Um, but we could have some sort of trap set, you know, maybe maybe we we trick him. We play some mind games and we trick yeah. him uh, into saying something compromising. Yeah, we do a little gotcha. Yeah, and we trick him into saying and then we spread the, the sound bite. Um, yeah, we'll trick Conan into saying, um, well, you don't want to, um, you don't want to say it cause uh, you don't want to give Conan the sound yeah. bite. Yeah, that's true. We don't want him to be able to turn it on me. Yeah. So we, we okay. do own Good. Steven Seagal podcast at gmail.com. So either one works. Um, <laughs> Steven destroy podcast at gmail.com or Steven Seagal podcast. Um, absolutely brutal. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to Talk Film Society for legitimizing our insanity. Um, for enabling for ena- us. <laughs> yeah, for enabling us. And uh, you want to take us out? So I can go um, yeah. shove my head in the toilet. I'm going to go Eat give myself a swirly. You can go has cheese, baby. Yeah. I've already has the cheeseburger, bro. <laughs> Guys, thanks. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs> <laughs>